You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. For all NBA NBA warriors, you are now tuned into Golden Spaces with Matt and Justin. Let's kind of dig into this trade a little bit, the details, the teams involved, and just what it means for all the teams, right? I mean, we, we gave our kind of initial reactions to it, but let, let's see what this really means without all of the hyperbole, right? So let, let's start with the Warriors and what it means because we are a Warriors podcast and I see Dub Nation already freaking out. Oh, we need to get Drew Holiday now and he's the perfect Warriors player and... Blah, 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 blah. So, excuse me. While it would be fun to see Drew defending his 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 old team and giving Damian Lillard hell, um, to me, I mean, I, I, I think Drew's much more of like a company guy, but like, you're going to really make Drew Holiday come off the bench? I mean, it just would be an interesting thing. To me, while... Chris Paul has like the cachet and this ego to me, to me, it's a harder decision to make to, to, to actually tell Drew to come off the bench than it is Chris. Like to me, this is just about Chris ego, but if we're talking about like actual quality of player and what they contribute, Mm -hmm. Drew is still a starting, you know, player in this league. I think it would actually be pretty debatable. Like I get it. He's definitely, like, look, his offense is up and down, but, like, he's still incredible on defense. And so, it, to me, it would be debatable, like, if they were to – and I'm just putting this out there because I'm just seeing a lot of people talking about Drew. This is not, like, a real thing. I haven't seen anything where, like, you know – but, like, I think that's a harder case to make to say Drew Holiday has to come off your bench. Yeah, but it's a good problem to have. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, I mean, I do. Like you said, you mentioned Chris Paul's ego. I think Drew's kind of like the opposite. Like, I think ego-wise, he'll he'll probably be cool with it if they ended up doing that type of thing. Um, it would still – it would make sense. So, I don't really know how I feel about it, if that was ever a thing. I think he's a better player currently than Chris Paul, but – He doesn't necessarily address their needs. The right. way Chris Paul does. And that's why I'm like, I don't, why do people want this? He, I mean, in some ways he does. He's not really a turnover prone guard, which is kind of like what they really want Chris Paul to do. Don't turn the ball over and make Kaminga and Moody better. I don't know if he's as good as Chris Paul. Or he's probably not as good at, at that uh, as Chris Paul is. Right. That's the part I'm saying. I think Chris Paul is going to elevate that bench mm-hmm. in a much better way than Drew Holiday could. Yeah. I think so too. Um, but who was a better scorer, probably at this point, better defender. Um, a higher likelihood of making it to the postseason. <laughs> yeah, that too. Right. So like healthier. Um, 
So that'd be that's an interesting thing right there. I'm, I mean, I've been seeing because Drew makes like, like I said, 36, 37. He will put the Warriors over the second apron, I'm pretty sure, um, which they don't want to be. And then you will most contract expiring. No, it's expiring. Well, yeah, player option, which he's probably going to pick up. It's like 38 million. He's going to pick that up. Right. Because no one's going to pay him that. Right. And, um, in order to acquire him, you would probably have to throw in uh, another player that we have other than Chris Paul because the contracts don't match all the way. Um, so it would have to be like Chris Paul and Kaminga. You know what I mean? Something like that. An aspiring plus a young piece that they can send to Portland, which I don't think I don't think is worth that uh, for Drew. So stay put. Stay put. Now, I'm wondering which teams are going to overreact to the Bucks, um, or just react to them. I mean, the Lakers seemed pretty set, but they are also a team. And often I think because LeBron James gets like anxious or he sees things. So I, I'm wondering if the Lakers will have any moves in reaction to this. Mm-hmm. Um, Denver, on the other hand, is not a team that seems to like just be reactive in that way. So I doubt that they make any changes. But the Suns got themselves involved in this. Um, so you have to think they made the decision and did the evaluation and assessment and determined that they are not really losing much by losing Aiden. What do you think, Justin? What say you? Yeah, I mean, they're, they're losing some athleticism in the front court for sure, especially replacing them with Nurk, who's more slow-footed than Aiden is. Uh, he's more of a drop big. He was a decent rim protector um, last season, but again, he doesn't have the quickest feet. He doesn't really want to be on a perimeter at all. So I'm curious to see how that works with them. I mean, I can definitely see them matching up with Golden State or the Lakers in the playoffs and Nurk just not being playable or not being super playable. Um, we've seen Anthony Davis destroy Nurkage already in the playoffs. Um, can only imagine. I mean, we've seen Steph do it too multiple times. So uh, it's just it was a weird move for me it was kind of it just seemed like uh we need depth pieces like we need let's turn Aiden into two players or into three players if, if one of Nas or Keon pops and, and then like let's just get a big body for Jokic because Aiden can't really hang with him no more but it's like Nurk can't hang with Jokic either so now you still can't guard Denver and you really can't guard the Lakers or the Warriors even though you probably already couldn't but you really can't now because Nurk can't hang with AD and he can't hang with Steph but they never wanted eight, and we always knew he was going to get traded at some point. Yeah. Um, but what's interesting to me is that I think, and I could be wrong, but part of the reason they probably brought in Vogel was like to help Aiden a little bit. And like, if we keep him to help him, but now he's gone. And I only bring that up because Frank Vogel is a defensive minded coach, but like, you just have major offensive weapons on your team. Um, so I'm just curious how that's going to work. I, I I honestly haven't paid close attention to who he's brought in on his staff, um, you know, but now Aiton's gone. So like to the extent that that was a project or a focus, it's like now what are you going to do for this team? I don't know. I guess he's going to try to get Bradley Bill and Book to start locking up on defense because if they don't, they're not going nowhere. So I forgot Bradley Beal was there. I mean, I know he's there, but it's just been so long. I forgot. 
Yeah. It's been a while since we talked about the Suns or talked about anything. So Katie, Book, and um, Beal. How do you feel about that team? A lot of offense. Um, it's a lot of pressure on those three to do the role player things that you need to win a championship. The stuff that guys like Looney and GP2 and Draymond and Wiggins and even Steph and Clay like embrace. Um, they're lacking that throughout the roster. You know what I'm saying? So I'm just curious to see how they manifest that. Like, how do they come up with that stuff? Like, it was already questions of whether or not Aiden can do it. We'll see if, if Nurkic can do it. You know, they picked up guys like Grayson Allen, who's kind of like from that cloth. I think he's dirtier than, you know, like he's a dirty player. So he kind of goes overboard with some of the stuff. But yeah, some would say Chris Paul is a dirty player. Yeah, but Chris Paul ain't never injured nobody like that. To Draymond be fair. has. Great. Huh? Draymond, Draymond has. has. They call him a dirty player, too. Oh, they say Draymond. Yeah. Oh, Dre ain't never injured nobody. Balls, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Grayson, Grayson, Dylan Brooks, um, Alex Caruso, <laughs> and broke his wrist taking him out of the air. So Grayson is a different level, but um, yeah, if they, if Book and Bill and Katie kind of like take on that identity as like to do it all, grimy, do whatever it takes to win, screen for each other, box out super hard, play defense stuff, then they can be really, really good. But I just don't know if they are going to do that, especially in the first season together. And I don't know like if a team that you just literally shuffle your roster and just everybody's new except for like three guys. Those teams don't win championships. Like you can go back, I don't know how many years. Teams that win a championship have at least four or five or more guys in their top eight rotation that have been there for like three years at least. So I don't think they have the continuity yet. I don't think they have the the grit and the fight within their main pieces, but they got a ton of talent. So anything can happen with that type of talent, but that's the main reason why I'm not like championship high on them. They're going to be really good. It's going to be really hard to beat four times, but I just can't see a chip in the first season together. with them. Okay. So when you look at the West and you look at the landscape, the West is definitely tougher than the East and we're going to move to the East. But the West is tougher. So, I mean, I think you have to say that we already talked about this, that the Bucks are probably the favorites. I mean, I think right now they are the Vegas favorites to win it all. But they for sure, barring injuries, would have to be or some leap that like Tatum or someone takes that we're like not expecting next season. Um, you have to consider them the favorites to come out the East. So in terms of the West, though, it's just, a gauntlet it's going to be much more challenging right mm-hmm. so top teams in the west top how many two give me four four the same um warriors nuggets lakers suns what about the kings playoff team but no nah, play in maybe you think they're going to turn into a play in team yeah, it's a lot of good teams in the West. So you thought they overachieved last year? I don't think they overachieved. I think the field was weak last year. I mean, you have to expect um, De'Aaron's going to take a little somewhat of a leap. But I mean, what? 
who are the playing team? You don't think they'll at least be top six? I mean, I mean well, are we believing in the Mavs, Luca and Kyrie? Well, you look at the teams that were in the play-in last year, the Lakers, I don't think they're going to be in the play-in again. So that's one team that's out of the play-in that drops somebody down. There's always the possibility that Zion can be more healthy than he was. They were like, what, the first seed? They were second, first seed for a long time before he got hurt. That's another really good team. Minnesota was in the play-in. They can end up not being Alvarez back? He's going to be back or is he still hurt? Jose Alvarez? I'm not sure. It's, it means Zion moves the needle for that team. So if he's healthy, they're one of the top teams. Like I said, so it's only two spots. Like I, I think, barring injury, the Nuggets, Lakers, Warriors, and the Suns are locks for not being in the play-in. I don't know if they'll be fifth or sixth, but they're not going to be in the play-in. And then you have the Kings, the Grizzlies, who are somehow going to win 50-plus games again. Because they always win 50 for some reason. They are. Even with Kyle. Um, Kings, Grizzlies, Pelicans, Mavs, Thunder, Timberwolves. That's six teams that's competing for those last two spots. <laughs> I just don't know. <laughs> Yo, the West is crazy. The West is, the West is insane. I don't. I just don't know that the Kings are for sure not going to be. You just named six additional teams. So that's 10. That's so those 10. are your 10 right there. Those are yeah. your 10 teams. Yeah. Are the Utah Jazz going to even be in the mix this year? No. Jazz not in the mix. Portland's not in the mix. Spurs are not in the mix. The Rockets are not in the mix. I'm missing one team. What team am I missing? Hmm. Gotta only name 14 teams. Let's see. And uh, crazy. No, I named every team. Oh, I didn't even say the Clippers. Oh, shit. Yeah, no, he just said, did you? <laughs> I predicted, like, did you say Clippers? <laughs> 11 teams. There's 11 for. teams and only 10 spots. Full only 10 spots. Only 10 spots. That's crazy. Like, there's a, there's a, a universe where the league kind of catches up to Sacramento and they are not even in the play in. I'm not going to lie. They, That's crazy. <laughs> like, if Harrison Barnes is like fully washed, and there's no Keegan leap, like he's just marginally better. Sabonis kind of got figured out in the playoffs. There is a path where they don't even make the play in. I don't know, but we'll. It's gonna be tough. The West. Bro, is that is eleven that. teams that are all that have legitimate playoff talent on their team. Damn yo. <laughs> Damn, I mean, see even, why you gotta list things out? That's crazy. <laughs> I gotta sit with that for a little bit. Not like right now in the show, but I gotta sit with that. That's wow. The West <laughs> is crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy. They need to send Memphis to the East. I don't know why Memphis is even in the West. They're not even geographically in the West. Send them to the West. I mean to the East. Send New Orleans to the East. Come on. And then bring two expansion teams to the West: Seattle and Vegas. 32 teams in the league. That's crazy. <laughs> there you Speaking go. Speaking of expansion, though, we're not going to get into it, but a WNBA team is coming to the Bay, most likely. I like that. Yeah. I like that um, combo for another day. But, um, wow, I'm still just stunned by what you said because you listed all the teams and we didn't even say the Clippers, bro. <laughs> <laughs> 
this. That's wild. It's nasty in the West. It's nasty in the West. All NBA is going to be crazy and All-Star is going to be crazy too. Yeah. I was just thinking about the other day. You list out all the guards in the West. Steph is a lock. Luka, lock. Ja. Um, nah. Or- Ja's going to miss like so many games in the beginning of the season. Yeah, but the boat, he still might get voted. You're talking about for all NBA or for all-star? For all-star. No, he's going to miss too many yeah, games. Yeah, he's going to miss the all-star. You're right. And so he's not He's not going to be all NBA eligible because the new 65 game rules. So he's out. You're right. So he's out. But Steph, Luca, Book, Fox, Kyrie, Shea, Jamal Murray. Um, it's I'm sure it's some more people I'm forgetting. It's so many guards. Bill is another one. Anthony All I know Edwards. Is that damn, um, even though he's not a guard, JJJ, but it'll never be no damn all star again because that was <laughs> bullshit. They need to go positionless for all star, too. Definitely. Definitely. They need to go positionless for all star. Not completely, but they should go positionless. At least Word. for the bench. Like, okay, starters, two, two guards, three front court players, and then do like. Two guards, two front court players, and then like um how many left? How many positions are that left? That would only leave you three. Three. Because they do they do the two wild cards, and that's how the additional guards usually get in. Yeah. That's why I cannot believe they gave JJJ one of those last year. Yeah, it should be like three or four wild cards, I think. Yeah, yeah or they you, you're right. They just need to make the team more spots, you know. Yeah. Whatever. Anyway, okay. Let's let's move over to the East. So um the Bucks lost Grayson Allen, and a lot of people, I mean, obviously you still make the trade, right? But um their defense, Dame is not a great defender. They lost no. Rivalde and they lost Grayson Allen. So what will that mean for their defense? Um, I mean, they're still going to be very good and they still have solid defenders, but I think their defense is going to dip a little. No. Yeah, I think so. Their offense is going to go up. Their defense is going to dip. Um, it puts a lot more pressure on Brooke and Giannis to be able to potentially switch a little bit more. And we'll see how Adrian Griffin coaches their defense. Like Bud had them playing drop coverage. And obviously Brooke Lopez is an excellent drop coverage. Big same thing with Giannis. Giannis. Um, but yeah, they lost some athleticism on the perimeter. Pretty much their best perimeter defender left is it's hard to say. Giannis, <laughs> like probably Bochamp, Marjan Bochamp, who's a second year player. Pat Connison is solid, but he's not a stopper. Damian Lillard is pretty bad on defense. Yep. Um, we'll see what Middleton has left. He's his injury history is is kind of getting up there, so we'll see what he has left in like as far as athleticism goes. But he's not a stopper either, so they it's gonna be it's gonna be weird for them. I mean, I think regular season they're gonna be dominant defensively, but in the playoffs it can get a little weird for them depending on matchup. So we expect, barring injury or anything crazy, that the Bucks will probably be the representatives for the east but i'm not i'm like i'm like 55 45 okay so i mean who else would you have celtics 
Yeah, I'll give Celtics at forty five percent. Okay. Look, I'm a matter. You know, I love the C's, but <laughs> I think they got a good chance. I, I can see that series going seven. Six for sure. Five. Yeah. For sure. I think so. But when fully healthy, I always go with the team that has the best player. Yeah. That's fair. And they have two of the best three players in that series. So that's that's the only reason why I'm giving them that 55. Uh, but I think after your top, I don't know. After the top what, four players in the series, the Celtics got a lot of that middle group. You know, I mean, before you get to the next best best buck after Middleton, I think it's a lot of Celtics that's that's over Brook Lopez in the playoff series to me. But yeah. all right, so when we talk about the gauntlet, though, that is the West, right? Let's say that one of the top three teams makes it out: Denver, Warriors, Lakers. I'm not saying it in an order, guys, but let's say it's one of those three. Who has the best chance to beat uh, Milwaukee, assuming they make it out the East? Um, I would say the Lakers don't have a chance. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. <laughs> I would say the Lakers don't have a chance. I would say, damn. I'll say the Nuggets and the Warriors probably have equal chance. We just got to see how the how the Bucks look and how the Nuggets look because the Nuggets don't have any depth. The Bucks right. don't really. The Bucks have a little bit more depth than the Nuggets, but they don't really got a lot of depth either. But the Nuggets really don't have depth outside of they start five. Their next best player is like Christian Brown, who's like second year player, and he wasn't great. Like he was good for a rookie, but. That it's gonna be interesting to see how they how they kind of look next year. But I think the Warriors are in a unique position to match up with the Bucks because they have the defenders. And this is why I'm high on the Warriors going into the season. They have a team that's kind of built to guard multiple different types of star players. Giannis is obviously Giannis, but I think they can gap him a little bit, make him shoot jumpers. And um, you know, you can obviously just put Draymond on any star big and feel pretty comfortable that he's just not going to get absolutely destroyed. Mm -hmm. um, and they got Wiggins and GP2 for Dame. They got Wiggins and Middleton and Kaminga for uh, Wiggins and Clay and Kaminga for Middleton. So I feel comfortable about matching up with them defensively. And then on offense, any team that runs drop, the Warriors have a good chance against because Steph is going to shoot you off the court. Like, so you, you're, you're going to have to go Giannis at the five. And from then you're taking one of your best players off the court and replacing them with somebody who's not as good. So I like the Warriors chances when it comes to the Nuggets, they have Jokic. Jokic is extremely hard to stop. They have Murray. Murray is hard to stop. And again, you run drop coverage against the Nuggets that's their offense is going to kill you. So yeah. Lakers on the other hand, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Well, we will see. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. Um, I'm excited. Cause when it just, no matter what, 
I think the the Warriors are probably one of the last teams where it's just like they brought someone to the team. It worked out. Fit right away. And they went and did what needed to happen. Like, it's just so rare. Like, these big blockbuster trades happen and then the team goes on to win. I mean, not just even when it's like you trade multiple players, but even just, I mean, just, I don't know. So we have to see. That's why I say we got to see what happens. But ideally, it always changes for me because I remember there was a time where I really wanted the Warriors to see the Nets, but then they couldn't even get their asses together to make the, the, the finals properly. So then they didn't matter, you know, and it's like, I love the Celtics, obviously, but it's like we've it's like been there, done that. So, you know, yeah. Um, so I really though, I really just because Dame talks a little bit too much for my liking. And um, you know, people love to say, you know, Jokic got the respect after he won best player in the league. Giannis got it. I'm seeing rankings still where Steph is not even three. He's not even four. He's not even five. Like insanity. And I don't see, I don't see how, like the only player that I'm, that I will be like, okay, if you put Jokic ahead of Steph, I'm not going to like complain about it. That's mm-hmm. it. Yeah. That's it for me too. So, and I just, I still feel like Steph is getting major disrespect. So people, people keep putting, They've been doing this for years. They used to do it with Harden too. Luca, every year going into the season is better than stuff. Every, every season. It's like, okay, eventually it's going to happen, but can y'all let it happen first? Like, just really need Steph to not get injured this season and play at least 65 games because he won't get an all NBA. But I, you, you have to imagine that's on their radar. So they're going to make sure, unless he's just injured, that he plays the 65. For sure. Because his legacy be matters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, but I feel like if that happens, that will also keep him in the running for MVP as well. Yeah. So, if this, I mean, this league right now, going into the season, multiple teams healthy, hopefully it stays that way. It's probably not because it never does. But um, this shaping up to be like one of the more fun seasons, like in a while, because all these teams are loading up, you know, a, a lot of, franchises feel good about their chances going into the season so it can be real fun and if the warriors end up winning a ton of games in the regular season and coming out on top in this league in this west when we just named 11 teams that can make the playoffs then you know he got to be in conversation for mvp gotta be and if 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 the warriors denver ends up being the western conference finals and steph beats Jokic and then goes to the finals and beats Giannis, beats Giannis and dame that would be Son. crazy, crazy. Son. People going to block me. Warriors <laughs> fans too. Warriors fans too. Oh, my God. Because <laughs> everybody keeps talking about, oh, everybody got all this help. Steph just got Clay. Like, can we stop? Can we just let Clay play real quick? Like, can we? Like, Warriors damn. Play.